Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 337, recorded on August 5th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we talk about glorious numbers. Nintendo released their latest numbers, so we all put on our Business Justin hats and we discuss. This is what I'm wearing, a Business Justin hat. That's what's going on. (laughs) So, Jesse, you know what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on, man? I am I am so happy to hear those amazing, fantastic intro sounds for us. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, if you're here, you're listening to Nintendo Dads. And I, ladies and gentlemen, today am your host driving this dumpster fire down this entire two-hour journey, which I'm sure it's going to happen. But of course, joining me in this glorious dumpster fire are two of the most incredible hosts around the internet. First, ladies and gentlemen, making us sound fantastic, hitting those beats and hitting the, the soundboard. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jesse Waldak. Jesse, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good. Yeah, I, wanted, I was hoping Marty would be here because I brought some things to quickly show off, like uh, Transformers, the movie 35. Oh, whoa, wow. Nice. That is fantastic. What else you got? Then the limited run game, Shantae, when color one. came in. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Tim, you just have that other Transformers movie at the ready for you to yank and pull out whenever. I just had it there because I was I had to pull it out to see what anniversary edition this was when we were talking about it in, in Discord. Oh. So that's why it's close by. This is the 20th anniversary. Mine's the 35th. And then I also have the 30th. That's currently wow. out of my reach. So, yeah, this is. And I'm jealous. He's got nice steel books. That's very nice. And Shantae. Yeah. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you are too young to have seen the Transformers, the movie, and what was this, ladies and uh, Jesse, what was this, 1987? Six. 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 That is one of my most distinct memories of my time with my father, was going to see that movie in the movie theater, and I was so excited. I was on the edge of my seat. We paid for the entire seat. I only used the edge. But ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, I, I didn't blink the entire time. But I distinctly remember my father falling asleep in that movie. Uh, That is one of my few memories of my father. And that is one of the things I remember. Uh, But man, that's awesome. Jesse, it's so good to see you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. No problem. And of course, wearing that fantastic hat, the business hat, just the Justin business hat himself from Las Vegas. Well, at least that's what the hat says. Ladies and gentlemen, Timothy Alf. Tim, how are you, sir? I had to wear this awesome hat because I got it from Nick's wife. I know that sounds bad, but <laughs> the, uh, Nick, Nick from Game Pass News. <laughs> I, I have like nothing to say to that. I was like, did Nick's Nick's wife gave you a, a leaving present of a hat? Yeah, I had to go pick her up, you know, and drop her off, you know, and stuff like that. So no, no, they needed someone to help because I live near the Detroit Metro Airport. Uh, yeah, and she was going to visit friends, so I helped her out by getting her to the airport, and because they live here in Michigan with me, so yeah. Uh, and she brought me back this Las Vegas hat, which is pretty cool. So, that, but now it's called the Justin Business Hat. The Justin Business Hat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, man, I am excited to be back. It's great to see you. Yeah, go ahead, Jesse. So we need to have a, a, a piece of art made and then put it on a hat. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, oh. now, that, now that we've got uh, had to unintentional kind of, segue, uh, we had to go back to Redbubble. Uh, even though we never left, we still had them uh, for other reasons. But we, since we kind of switched most of our merch back to them, they actually do hats. 
Oh, did so you get a hat? We get. Uh, I have one ordered with the uh, the Nintendo Dad's uh, logo. Yep. And I can't wait to get it. Here's what. So. Here's what I would love to see, ladies and gentlemen in our audience. Maybe you're listening. Maybe it's a Tuesday. I don't know for you. Maybe you're listening live in our Twitch chat. Like I see Mecha Dragon is. Like I see other people as well. Maybe maybe you're an artist and you're like, I want to draw. What does business Justin look like? What does business Justin hat looks like? I would love to see the submission. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can draw me a business Justin wearing a business Justin hat for Nintendo business news, we're going to send you a $20 eShop gift card. All right. So first person to get that in. I got right, something better. Send into our DMs. Oh, Tim's, Tim's going to one up me. Tim, what do you got? Instead of Instead of that... Because I think putting in artwork is a lot of work. Um, I think if 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 they the winner of whatever we decide to go with, I guess we'll probably do votes or whatever. But if we're if you're going to do this and do a business Justin hat or logo or whatever, they will get what. Are you for real, ladies and gentlemen? Because you're for not watching this podcast live. You don't know what Tim just pulled out of his hand, and it was a banana. He wants to give you a banana. Ladies not just one banana, a bundle of bananas. A bundle of bananas. Bushel. A bushel of bananas, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What he's referring to is the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons. Yes. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, I I don't want to promise you this. Timothy Olf might sign it for you if you want him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll do it right up here right in the red. <laughs> love it, love it. All right, so ladies yeah, and gentlemen, because that's a lot of work. And if, a lot you, of work. if you win, we'll get the community involved and get votes and stuff All like right. that. And you know, who knows? Maybe there will be work. another prize for second place because we might be able to put it on a shirt. There's or something. there's a twenty twenty dollar eShop gift card. But ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it right now. We are running a contest with some art artwork. Draw business Justin with a business Justin hat. And it is now going to be part of our Nintendo Dad lore and our artwork, and uh, and we'll go from there. And and there's prizes, Joy Cons, which is absolutely incredible. Oh, I was gentlemen, that's that a show. That's a show. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Jesse? I always forget that we actually have lore on this show. We do have lore. That, we is, do that tends to lore. happen when you do, when you do this for almost seven years. Yes. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, almost seven years. It's been, it's been a long road. It's been a long road getting from there to here. Uh, yeah, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, well, you're here because you like Nintendo news, and we're going to bring you all the Nintendo nerdy news of the week. Let's kick it off. Jesse, you know what to do. And of course, our news is brought to us. Tim, who is our news brought to us by? First and foremost, our Patreons. Always our Patreons. Because they're awesome. Yes. Big, huge thank you to our 115 patrons who support us every single month to help us create this amazing content, this dumpster fire, whatever you want to do, to help us support this entire network of podcasts that we have, whether it's the Xbox Game Pass News, whether it is Retro Logic, whether it is Dad's After Dark, Dad Crossing. We have been fortunate because of this community to provide us the infrastructure to support these, these, these ideas and these creative outlets. And we are so thankful for you. So thank you. Thank you so much for your support. If you're interested in how you can do that, head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, sign up for as little as a dollar a month. The link is oh. also on Nintendo dads.org. Oh, that's a good point too. I appreciate you. Appreciate sure. you. All right. Let's jump into the news. It's it's fiscal report time. You know what I'm saying? It's the best time of the year. 
Yeah, Let's. Yeah, cr- yesterday, I was just thinking we haven't heard numbers yet. When is it? When is that going to happen? I'm like that could yeah. happen tomorrow. And then yes. two, two a.m. my time hit. Got there's the tweet from Nintendo's corporate yeah. account, and I'm like, there we are. There's the numbers. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you're like, oh my gosh, the numbers are so boring. Listen, we can spend a lot of time talking about the numbers. Here's what I'm going to really quickly extrapolate. Here's like the bullet points that you need to know about the Nintendo news and the numbers. And Jesse, we can then kind of pull out what are some big things we want to talk about. Number one, surprisingly or not surprisingly, Nintendo's not doing as well as they were last year this time when there was a pandemic and everyone was stuck at home. However, they're still doing well. Just comparatively to last year because of a pandemic, not nearly as well. Yeah, last year was an unsustainably good year. And Correct. I, and I think they know this. You know, they, in exactly. their messaging, they, they spelt that out without spelling it out. Yeah, exactly. their shareholders don't know it, though. <laughs> Why is that, Tim? Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that in the, in okay. the notes. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Interestingly enough, this is actually the lowest selling quarter in the last five quarters for Nintendo. Again, not a huge shock because of a pandemic. The Switch sell, sold 4.45 million units through April 1st through to June 30th worldwide for a total, holy Dinah, for a total of 89.04 million units currently sold out there. Knocking, do you hear that? Knocking on the 90 million units sold uh, threshold, which is absolutely crazy. Interestingly enough, this is less than 500,000 units away from outselling the combined sales of the Wii U and 3DS. And I'm going to ballpark, take a guess, because these numbers are as of June 30th, we have most likely already passed that 500,000 mark. So our next fiscal report, we will see that it is over that number as well. Yeah, they've been averaging over a million a month for yeah. you know in a normal t- normal time frame. So yeah, I'm sure they they definitely hit it by now. Yeah, exactly. Now, as I recall, for this fiscal or for the fiscal year, not the quarter, but for the fiscal year, Nintendo had projected about a 20 million units uh, sold throughout the year. I believe 25 million units sold. This seems a pretty appropriate on pace. We're going to know that as we come into the last quarter, the next quarter of the year, especially with the uh, OLED model and then the um, Christmas season, we're going to see a lot of sales hitting into that point as well. Jesse, what else you got for this? I said uh, we won't know what the OLED numbers look like until Q3's report in February. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we do have some. Yeah, we do have some time for that as well. Again, and I, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Again, we've made that, that commentary of should Nintendo have released the OLED because they're not really struggling, right? We're seeing these numbers here. Uh, but I do think it's absolutely crazy to think that as Nintendo comes into their fiscal year, potentially by the end of March, uh, I think we are easily going to see. So I, my prediction here, or maybe we can put it in the notes here, uh, Tim, potentially as our as our historian, I think in the May 2022 results, we are going to see that Nintendo, it will have officially passed the 100 million Switch sw- Switches sold uh, this this year easily. Um, so I don't know. Jesse, Tim, what do you think of that? That seems pretty reasonable, especially with the OLED on the... On the- yeah, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we system sales was 101.6. So yeah, that's, that's the net. Definitely can be passed up by then. 
Yeah. And that's crazy, right? Like, I mean, I do, I do think, you know, if, if, if we're, if we're projecting and we're on track to where I think we are and someone can keep me honest here, the last fiscal report or um, they sold, I think around 5 million, again, 5 million plus five, we're at 10. Their projection was 25. They have the OLED in the market. Uh, you're coming that Christmas market. I think them reaching that other 15 million units sold within the remainder of this fiscal year, again, ending until the end of uh, March 31st, I think is 100% easy. And I think we're going to see in, you know, again, May of 2022, they're going to be, they're going to put out a press release saying the switch has surpassed the Wii sales units. And again, just for those of you who don't know, the Wii sales units were 101.6 million units at the end. So I definitely think that by the end of this fiscal year, we are going to see Nintendo have surpassed or the Nintendo Switch have surpassed the Wii, which is quite huge, quite a huge marker. The other the, the next markers after that or the next kind of um, goal post that we're going to be looking for is the Game Boy that sold 118.69 million units. And of course, the Nintendo DS at 154 uh, million units as well. I think that one, if I'm being very honest, and, and Tim and, and Jesse, what do you think of this? I think that the game, the Nintendo DS is probably, we're not going to reach that marker, I don't suspect. Uh, but gentlemen, what do you think? I, I think I'm agree. I think 154 is not likely. The But the, the 118 by year seven definitely is reachable. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I, Considering there over- has never been a year seven in, in, in a Nintendo console's lifestyle before, life cycle before. That helps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only way that I think it could reach DS numbers is if they do something similar with how they released DS systems with the Switch. Yeah. And keep it in the Switch family. Yeah, you know, and that's and that, you know, and that's actually a very interesting idea there. And um Tim is how do we how do we def, you know how it okay. So when Nintendo reports their numbers, it is the Switch family. Now they do report them as to say this is the light and this is the OG or not the OG. They just call the Switch. They're going to call it the OLED. It'll in all be the, under the total Switch numbers. It'll all be on the total Switch numbers. But here's a statement: What if Nintendo never changes their brand? Right. What if? And I think this is the question you're asking, Tim. Is like, what if our Switch, this next Switch, you know, the next. Okay, I'm going to use a statement. No one cussed at me for this one. But what if the Switch U, right? Right? Is, is, isn't the Switch U, but we just continue to call it the Switch. Yeah, like, like the iPhone model. Yes. And, and we never, and I mean, in theory, we never change that moniker. And we just continue like the Switch brand, the Switch generation for the next, you know, 10, 15 years. And well, of course, I mean, you're going to look at your sales numbers as right because you're freaking never changing it. The DS line was that way, right? We had, that's why yeah. we have 154 million. There was the DS Fat, the DS Lite, the DSi. Sorry, remind me, did we nickname it the DS Fat or was we it did. ever called it? We okay, did. I was like, there's well, no well, way Nintendo called, called the DS Fat. Sorry, the, the DS, the DS yeah. Lite. Yeah. And then the DS DSi. Uh, the DS Chubby Bunny, the DS, you know. <laughs> so, and then for the 3DS, there was the 3DS and new 3DS. Right. Even and then, of course, the may, different sizes. If Nintendo yep. may not spell out generational leaps, it, if they do release, you know, it, it may not, it, it might be Mark IV, it might be Mark V, but at some point, if they start releasing games that cannot be played on the 1990 or, the, or on the 2017 model of Switch, 
uh, I think at least if if not them, at least the community will guard that off as a generation. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point there as well. So that's interesting. Make a dragon asks, wasn't there also a larger version of DSI? Yes, there was a DXI XL. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also see uh easy SA or SAZ uh, in our Twitch chat said, I had a, uh, sorry, Nintendo friend, uh, Ninfrendo asks, will it be the combined sales of the Atari Jaguar and Lynx? Um, and so no. great call out there as well. Um, no, it would not. That's, <laughs> those were not combined sales, were they? Because Jaguar was the home system and, ja- and Lynx was the handheld system. Yeah, I that think would be just... like, that would be like Nintendo combining the DS with the Wii. <laughs> he's, he's just being oh, a messer, wait, I but I, lo- I love his energy. Gotcha. Yeah. I love his energy there. Will it beat the combined sales of those two things together? Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. The, uh, the and also, boy, beat those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fon- Fontes, I see you in the chat. Will those Joy Cons <laughs> come with no drift? I don't promise anything. You know what I'm saying? Do not make any promises there. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. So, I mean, those are, those are kind of the big, big parts of the, of the sales results there, at least from the console level. Uh, Jesse, anything else that we should maybe take away from that? Uh, I think we squeezed everything out of the hardware. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about software here. We no big shock, ladies and gentlemen, uh, no big change in the top 10. I'll read off the top 10 real fast for you. Number one, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number two, Animal Crossing. Number three, Super Mario, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number four, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Five, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Six, Super Mario Odyssey. Seven, Super Mario Party 8. Pokemon Let's Go. Pikachu, Eevee, 9, Splatoon 2. And number 10, Ring Fit Adventures, which I think is the first time we've seen it. It is. It was, it was, Ring Fit was 11 last quarter. Yeah, congratulations on Ringfield. Let's give them a round of applause. Right, keep keeping us fit, keeping us fit. Well, <laughs> pandemic wanted to keep us fat. We appreciate you, Ringfit. It, it, it bumped down New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Ooh, the Mario is not going to be happy with that one. Uh, <laughs> interestingly enough, ladies and gentlemen, there is some interesting again. Top two Mario Kart Eight and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Interesting, we're still seeing some sales on Mario or on Animal Crossing New Horizons. Not a shock. Hey, here's a surprise: Nintendo, do some updates with that game, and you might be able to sell more units potentially. Just a thought. Uh, but the, the important thing to talk about when we talk about Mario Kart Eight Deluxe specifically is that Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is sitting at thirty-seven point zero eight million units. This has an opportunity, excuse me, this has an opportunity in a second year, ladies and gentlemen, not a second, but in the next report to actually pass the largest selling Mario Kart game of all time, which is Mario Kart Wii, which has sold 37.38 million. So in theory, by the next quarterly report, we should see that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will be the, you know, uh, most sold Mario Kart uh, game in all of history thus far. It was only 300,000 shy. He's probably done it by now. Yeah, probably <laughs> done it by now as well. And I'm sure that if, if not, like they're like, and how can we bundle it with everything going forward? Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to, I mean, nothing really else too big on those numbers. Jesse, anything you want to call out here? Um, yeah, there's in the, uh, for the first party, first or, First party published games, there are three new million sellers for making a total of 25. Oh. So, uh, let's see, number 20 is New Pokemon Snap at 2.07 million. So that one's title was the biggest selling game of the quarter. That's a big, that's a, sorry, that's a pretty big sale, actually. Yeah. And then, uh, 
see where that Metopia uh, 25 at 1.04. And Mario Golf Super Russia 23 at 1.34. Now, that one's actually kind of important to know. And the reason, Tim, do you want to know why I'm kind of pulling that one out specifically? Mario Golf Super Rush at 1.34. I do like golf. (laughs) But the important part was that these sales numbers are only till the end of June 30th. That game launched on like june 16th so it had two weeks and it sold 1.34 million units that's because uh, of drew that's 100 percent because of drew that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly that for us exactly you know. it. he did yeah, that yeah, for yeah. nintendo yeah he's kind of like that he's kind of like that so <laughs> uh it'll be interesting to see how mario kart uh super rush continues to chart through uh as as we continue through the year um and of course mario kart uh sorry i apologize Mario Golf Super Rush. It's not the last time we're going to talk about it on this podcast either. Uh, anything else here to call out? Now, Jesse, am I? I was looking for Monster Hunter. How did that fare? Because that was well, that's a Capcom it, game. That's a Capcom, a Capcom game. I, I think it was. They think they said two third-party games sold more than a million. That was definitely so one too. of them. Do you remember what the other one was? No. Can we I don't find is the other third party one that is it the other third party one is that Pokemon Snap? Because no, I'm looking at your notes. Party. Well, I'm looking at your notes here. It says does not include sales as they published by a third party. Well, it, it's in Japan. It's published by the Pokemon Company, but yeah. the rest of the world is is published by Nintendo. And that 2.07 million does not include Japanese sales. They put, mm. and they didn't. They don't have that. They didn't release that information. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Kind of the the same sort of deal when we talked about numbers last quarter about uh, the Hyrule Warriors game. Right. Because that was published by Koei in Japan, but Nintendo Worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, if we could find out what that other what that other second or third party title game is, I would love to know what the Monster Hunter numbers are. Because Monster Hunter, I mean, really uh, has kind of been the story, uh, especially of that first quarter and into that second quarter. I know those sales numbers were incredibly high. Capcom, I remember, had put out a, a statement about it as well. But I'm curious what that second one is. Is Rise Switch only, or is it Switch and PC? Switch uh, only. Yeah, but that came out in July. They said they shipped seven million copies. Well, Stories 2 was July. Rise was early. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. So they said they shipped 7 million copies. Hmm. Which is pretty impressive third party. For Stories yeah, 2. Yeah, no. No, for Rise. Yeah, Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter Stories 2 has shipped over 1 million units worldwide. And that was July 20th. But that was so. July, so that, yeah. wouldn't have, that, wouldn't have, that wouldn't have hit these numbers. I'm right. wondering what the... What was the other game? Is that, chat, do you guys know? Chat, do you know what the other third party game is? Can you keep me honest here? All right. Well, we're well, we're finding that out. Let's just as a friendly reminder, why do we think Nintendo is going to continue to kind of keep this train rolling for both hardware and software? Well, I just want to run run you through a quick reminder of the games that we have coming out. Now, Nintendo has provided a little bit of some uh, information about this as well. Obviously, Skyward Sword came out in July. WarioWare is coming out in September. Switch OLED models coming out in October, along with Dread, along with Mario Party Superstars. And then as we move in, in October, also we see, uh, or sorry, November, Shimigan, Shimigansi Tensei 5. Man, blah, blah, blah. 
Three pints in is not a good idea to be swinging that one around, you know? Uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl is November. Advanced Wars is December 3rd. And Pokemon Legends are Arceus is January 28th. Nintendo has also confirmed during the report is that we have Splatoon 3 at 2022. Project Triangle Strategy is the temporary name at 2022. Breath of the Wild sequel to uh, 2022. And we have... Which is an upgrade from TBA, which is how it sat yep, in the last two exactly. years. Exactly. And we still have, excuse me, Bayonetta and Metroid Prime 4 as TBA. So we are still waiting on some more information from them. We don't have any dates. But uh, again, these are no shocks. I mean, these are nothing that uh, came out of the news here that really should have uh, given us any kind of like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that one coming. One uh, that we but- missed here that Solo something brought up was the Cruising and Blastin' in September is also coming out then. So. Yes. Yeah, we do see some. We do see some of those definitely third party games. Uh, the list I just ran through That's there is, is is first party Nintendo games as well. Yeah, and cruising is Nintendo. Is it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize, then, Tim. Uh, I will. <laughs> that, that, might, uh, that might be digital only, which is why I wasn't listed. Because uh, mm. I, I, I went on the, I went on the page marked as fall 2021. There's no link saying buy from you know buy from our these retailers there's also no publisher listed yet so it's kind of a bare bones page that's fair gotcha uh jesse uh and tim any thoughts on on nintendo's sales reports here anything shock you anything you want to sit in that pocket more and talk about uh one of the things that i was mentioning earlier in pre-show was that uh you know how Xbox has been bragging about, you know, there's six months of uh, new titles every month, essentially. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks like Nintendo has at least one per month in the next few months and through January. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting and, and kind of cool. You know, we got WarioWare in September and then Dread in October, along with Mario Party Superstars. And then you got the, um, I don't know if you would count the Shiga, Shin Shimigan Shimigan uh, Tensei. Yeah, the Tensei game. <laughs> Shin Megami that's Tensei. Good. That's Thank gonna you. be a that's gonna be a sound bite sh- surely soon. Shimigan <laughs> yeah, Tensei. Yeah, yeah, that one's a weird one. Uh, it's being published by Atlas in Japan, by in by Sega in North America, and by Nintendo only in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's two, that's two in November between the Tensei game and Pokemon games. And then there's Advanced Wars in December and then the other Pokemon game in January. I'm also going to say this. And and I know again, Tim, I'm throwing to you as our, as our note taker. I do not believe that Nintendo has fully revealed to us yet what their holiday game is going to be in November. I was actually mentioning the same thing in the pre-show before you got on. Okay. There's, they have, there's... There is a gap. They have not shown it yet. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe that that is where the rumored Donkey Kong country is going to land. And I believe ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get that in the January. I apologize. The September direct early September. We are going to get information about the new, Donkey Kong Country that is going to go into that time slot, ladies and gentlemen. That will be our holiday game. You heard it here. Come at me, bro. Fight me on it. Let's go. Tim Prendo says Kronos too. 
<laughs> Get out of here, Ninfrendo. I added that along with your 100 million switch sales by the end of 2021 fiscal year. Man, let me tell you, three cans three cans or three pints in, and I just like to make some crazy outrageous claims, right? <laughs> I wonder what else you're going to claim here. We're only 40 <laughs> minutes in this podcast. <laughs> uh I'm yeah, gonna, so that's that's that was what stuck out to me. It was those things that you know, although they're not advertising it like Xbox is obviously, but I understand why Xbox needs to do that yeah. because they had a long drought. But Nintendo is like, hey, we've got a game every month too, at least. So even though they're not, you know, calling it out. Yeah. And the other part is that there's a lot of great third party game, or I shouldn't say a lot of great third party games, but I mean we've got Life Strange coming in early September. Yeah. We have got um Guardians of the Galaxy in October. So there's a lot, there's a lot kind of on the docket for in horizon as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask Jesse and Tim. No. What's your most anticipated game as we come into the back half of this year? And I, I'm, Tim, I have a pretty good idea of probably what yours is, but, uh, but Jesse, what is the thing that maybe you're looking forward to most as we look at this calendar and maybe it's not even a first party, maybe it's a third party, maybe it's an indie game. Uh, I think dread is the most yeah. the one I'm looking forward to the most right now. Yeah, followed okay. by Arceus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Okay. Yep. Dread definitely number one. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, some really sweet race games coming out. Obviously, the Cruisin' game and yeah. the Hot Wheels game. Um, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward game. to that as well. Um, and Outer Wilds when that eventually gets to the Switch, I'll actually get to try that game. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So yeah, and uh, and yeah, Outer Wilds was uh, during the Annapurna Interactive last week was uh, mentioned. Right. It was delayed till the end of this year or the fall, I believe. Right. So yep. uh, yeah, I'm very much with you, Tim. Outer Wilds uh, is on that list for me. Fall Fall Guys is on that list for me. Obviously, yes. uh, Spelunky is on that list. Right. Yep. Excited for that as well. Uh, Ninfrendo is TMNT coming out this year. It is, it is, uh, it, it's on the, it's on the list for this year. Right. I mean, we, they said it was going to be this year. I don't have a, anything saying they're not out there as well. Um, SAZ says NMH. What am I? M- NMH. What is Monster that? Hunter Hunters. New Monster Hunter Horizons. New. New Monster Hunter. No. What is NMH? NMH. I'm drawing a blank too. What is that? Help us out. <laughs> uh, Dread and Baldo. Baldo's coming out the end of August as well. And so Mecca, Mecca is like asking no love for Brilliant Diamond, <laughs> and it's like uh, I played that already. <laughs> yeah, uh, on the DS. <laughs> if it wasn't for Arceus coming out six weeks later, I probably would be more excited for that. But if I play the Gen Four remakes, oh, no more, heroes. no more heroes. heroes. Okay, no more heroes. Yeah, if I if I play Gen Four remakes, I'm gonna be burned out and won't want to play Arceus. Yeah. And, and plus, I've I've found out as much as I love Pokemon games, when I play them, I just fall off of them quickly and don't. the The only one I ever completed was Sun and Moon, or well, not both of them, but the, um, I think it was Moon. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, Gen Six and Gen Eight, I got to second gym and stopped. Yeah, I didn't. Mm, I didn't so, finish Gen Seven. Even though my daughter got me back into uh, the Shield and Sword ones, I played it for a little bit and she beat it and she didn't need my help anymore. So I stopped playing it. I love yeah. playing them though. They're fun, but they, yeah. they take a long time to play. And I, 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 I see something else shiny and I go towards that and play that. 
<laughs> Shredder's Revenge is still slotted for just sometime this year. Yeah, there are. There, here's a problem. I'm going to be honest with you. There are way too many games coming out. Yeah, um, there are so many. Like I, we well, Justin, I think, I think with that, I was thinking about the same thing. There are a ton of games to play, right? But it's not. I think what we're getting stuck on, and because again, I was thinking about this before, was like we're lucky because we can get our hands on a lot of these, right? Either because yeah. of codes or whatever. So we get to play it a lot of time and we don't, we're not too lucky because we don't get to spend too much time on a game we may like, unless we really focus like Jesse does and, you know, get really yeah. focused in, into a game. But, yeah. <laughs> but if we, if we probably weren't blessed with being able to have access to a lot of these games and we had to pick and choose, we probably would be able to get through more, even though wanting to play more, but you know, there's a balance between it, but it's like just trying to get an idea of what to play and help everybody else get through it. So they don't have to spend their money is yeah. why, we, why we do it. Right. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, that, and that's a really great, that's a really great point. Like, you know, I, I say that, yeah, there's so many, so many games coming out. Um, yeah. And if we, if we did not have, you know, we're really blessed to have access to a lot of this content um, to be able to provide it for our audience. And I think that's a great thing, but yeah, you're right. Like how often do we really get to, to sit in that pocket, really, really enjoy that content. Um, I think that's a whole different right. conversation that we could have afterwards. That's a whole for a podcast post show. Thing. It's a whole podcast afterwards of like, woe is us for these, for these great things that we have, but there is a challenge, right? And <laughs> we'll, we'll and, talk about um, it in the post show. How's that? Yeah. Post show. We'll talk about the post show. All right. We'll, we'll stop our, 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 uh, our navel gazing. It's first, well. first world problems, right? So really that is it. Exactly. <laughs> but no, you're right. There is a lot of games that people that can choose from and that's why they can go to not just us, but other people to find out, Hey, is this game for me? Yeah. Um, should I get it? What should I spend my money on and really take the time to research and what they want to get into? Because there is a lot of fun games to get into. Yeah. And I, and I really hope that, and, I, and again, I mean, this is, this is definitely a little bit um, outside of our, our regular stream here, a conversation, but I really hope that like people, you know, we, we, we have the opportunity to receive codes from developers. And so our objective with that when possible is to create timely content to put out to our audience, whether it is a first look, a let's play or talk about a podcast to inform our listeners, right? So if you're like, man, I'm this game really interests me, but I'm kind of on the fence about it. I don't really yeah. know our intention or my hope, at least with whether it's us as the host of the show or whether it's the, the, the content creation team that we have behind the scenes that help with those videos as well, yeah. who do amazing work that you can say, I'm going to go to the channel. I'm going to go to the podcast and I'm going to say, have they played this game? I'm going to listen to those opinions. I'm going to watch a let's play and I'm going to make educated decisions, hopefully with that. Um, about where my dollar is being spent. Right. And so right. that's our intention with those kind of things, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but it is challenging, right? Cause it's, it's like, yeah, you don't really get to sit in that pocket sometimes. So yeah. Uh, again, a little bit of probably, you know, that's where, that's where it falls with those longer games too, you know, where, yeah. where they take a little bit longer. Um, yeah. They tend to yeah. get interrupted. <laughs> like, like Chris yeah. tails is one of my radar that's been out for a few weeks and I, I heard it's not short. I heard, heard it kind of has the BB. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just haven't had any time to look into that. Right. Yeah. And Jesse, I'll talk about it today in our what's and what we've been playing. And I've put, um, talk about it, but I've put in about eight hours in that game. 
Yes, that's right. I've put eight hours into a JRPG. <laughs> what world uh, are we living in uh, right now? So that, so that, that may be, that may be an indicator for what I think of this game. Uh, but we're going to come back to that, obviously, later. Uh, let's break down some other pieces of news that maybe you need to know about. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today it was mentioned that the first Mario Golf Super Rush update is live. And as a matter of fact, it's live right now. Uh, version 2.0.0 adds a new mode, which is Ranked Match. And if you get a rank, rating, a ranked, sorry, A- minus or higher, you will get to choose from different characters for Yoshi. They've also yeah. added a new character, before, which is... Before you move on, yeah. I, I found out reading a more verbose patch notes that yeah. every month there'll be a special character that has an alternate skin. If you oh. get a minus, it isn't just Yoshi. Yoshi just okay. happens to be this month's reward this month. Okay. Uh, there's another uh, new character added, which is Toadette, which by the way, looks super cute in the promo video uses her like pickaxes as a, uh, as a, golf club looks pretty good and a new course which is new donk city and i'm excited to see how new donk city fares into our um mario mario golf tournament that we're having in our patreon discord i'm curious to see if, if drew's going to use that as well and improved motion control so that's the 2.0 patch this is very similar again ladies and gentlemen to what we saw camelot do with mario uh, tennis aces yes. uh, a couple years ago is again i think that was also when they introduced like different skins for yoshi or different colors as well uh different characters and some new courses so this feels a little bit i mean it's exciting that they've made the update and the update is you know six weeks past when the game launched um i don't know what do you guys think of this update we're, we're still playing golf yeah yes Occasionally, yep, I still got to do. I still got to do week five. <laughs> that's really what's drawing me to the game is to still play with my community. That's exactly. I think. It. I yeah. think that's that's what drew me with the 3ds World Tour one. It was you know when the community got involved, it was like, yep, I picked it up, and we were doing the tournaments then. And then when when more of the community got back into it later on, even past its life cycle, we all broke it out again and started playing on the uh, the 3ds. So. I think that's why it's more fun, especially when they keep adding these enhancements um, and hopefully more like the tournament stuff. You know, if they do, if they add that like they did with Aces, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. New Donk City is a is a par three course. Every hole is a par three. Oh, is and that? So, okay. so I've, I know I for a week, the week five's tournament, I still have to grind up uh, one, a character's clubs. So I might use New Donk City to do that. Mm. Yeah. Is New Donk City lock, locked behind anything, or is it automatic access? I don't know. I haven't log, launched it. Okay, anymore. that's fair. Like the patch just came out thirty minutes ago, so I, I do apologize enough for that. Okay, oh, that's uh, what my that's what my switch was alerting me to. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple game release updates that we should make you aware of: uh, North American physical version of Doki Doki Literature Club Plus has been delayed to September twenty first, and was originally supposed to be released on August thirty first. Uh, the European physical version is uh, planned for September 24th. I also want to say uh, just a quick note here, uh, Tim and Jesse, I listened to your and with Matthew, uh, your bonus episode of Doki Doki Literature Club, the kind of spoiler edition. Um, and uh, I got about 20 minutes through it and I said, no. No, we're not doing this. I, this is no, not for, <laughs> it was no disrespect to your hosting or your edits or your notes. I was like, nope, this is definitely not the game for me. I definitely understand this very quickly. Yep. I did not. I it, it, I felt uncomfortable listening to the conversation decisions that Tim had to make. Yes. Um, I didn't like it at all, um, but I'm glad that you both enjoyed it. Um, and also, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy those kind of like spoiler free 
casts of games where we talk completely exclusively about it and, and open up the gates. Let us know. You mean spoiler filled? Spoiler filled. Yeah. Send us a message. Let <laughs> us know so that if that's what you want to talk about, we can do that. I know that, uh, you know, Jesse, I think you were just finishing off uh, Skyward Sword recently. I think Marty finished it off. So maybe that's that's an opportunity for us to sit in some of those, some of that content as well. Yeah. Yep. I, I thought Jesse did a really good job to it as well. I even could have, we could have gone as far as doing a YouTube version of it. The way he did his slides was really cool. So, nice. <laughs> but we, it was just a podcast version. And, and I did have a few people reach out and ask for uh, read, read rights to that slide deck. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Ninfrendo in our Twitch chat asked, Jesse, will you do another story time with new DLC? Is there a new DLC coming to it? I didn't think so. That, that, oh. thought this was the game. You know, I, I, you know, I, I did the side stories. You know, I, I streamed them all. Uh, and then I did another video talking about, like, the hidden hidden details in the files. Like, Matt Pat kind of uh, put out a video that kind of dug a little bit deeper into where I went. I just went. Yeah. I didn't explain what it meant. I just said... Hey, these exist. Mm. Jesse, what did you tell us? You, this was how many years in the making? Because you tried to get uh, Zach to play it. Four years, yeah. Four. And Zach, yeah, said, it, it, Zach it was, wasn't going to get into it, apparently. The game originally launched <laughs> in September of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I played yeah. it like December. Nice. <laughs> uh, taking a quick look at it, look at here, by the way, our Twitch chat. Uh, Solo something. Hambone Johnny. An Infrendo. Uh, thank you so much for being here again, Mecca Dragon, as always. Um, yeah, thank you guys for being in the chat. I appreciate that. That's always fantastic. Good to see you. I always love when our community shows we up. Got, we got 12 too. viewers right now, as far as the yeah. stats are showing. So yeah, it's cool. Hi, hi, everybody on Twitch. Yeah. I don't know how many is on YouTube because I can't see those numbers. But yeah. Restream That's is fair. telling me 18 right now, but it, it lies. It lies. <laughs> it's a dirty, dirty liar. Hello, nice. world. Out Hello. There watching. Hello, folks. Uh, all right. Is that it for our news today? It's been a kind of a slow news week, hasn't it? Well, uh, then there's a lot of numbers. So yeah, it is a lot of numbers. Yeah, the numbers was the news. <laughs> That's fair. All right, Jesse, Jesse, are you ready? I, I am ready. All right. Let me, let me do something here. I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to do a quick, this is how serious it's going to be. Hold on a second. Hold on. Wait, it's three, just, it's just two, getting everybody in the spacing one. Mode. There you go. There Ooh, you go. Camera switch. And let's go to our ad. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do you have a, pu a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with our fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbit in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leader in men's grooming. Join the over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaping and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS. That's right, NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S at manscaped.com. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you're like, hold on a second. I've heard about the performance package 4.0. Why are you doing this ad read again? Here's why, ladies and gentlemen, this is very important because get ready. 
Ready for an out of the world experience, fellas? Because let me tell you, look no for further than the Performance Package 4.0 with Manscaped that has not only taken off in the US, in Canada, and the UK, but ladies and gentlemen, the exciting news that is now available across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. So if you have been in, in countries where you cannot receive Manscaped and you cannot receive the Performance Package 4.0, it is now available to you and lifting off. And I know we've got listeners in Europe. I know we've got listeners in Australia. They've been hitting me up in the DMs or saying, Justin, when is Manscaping coming to my country? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now available. And of course, get 20% off and free shipping with the with the code NINDADS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS at manscaping.com for a clean trinity and beyond. Your space balls will thank you. You know, that's us working hard for our peeps in, you know, Europe and, and Australia, you know, to really? get them the, you know, this code to work in their neck of the woods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, look, we are not going to continue these ads unless you make them available for our audience. Yeah. That was exactly what I said. That was exactly what I would happen when, when our manscaping rep reached out to me. They were like, can you do it? I said, listen, I am not going to do this unless you can ensure that the 4.0 package is going to be going to Australia, to Europe, Singapore, right. South Africa. And they're like, well, sure. If the Nintendo dads say, then look it as well. Uh, yeah. Tim, I know. And obviously, ladies and gentlemen, if you're like, what, what is going on? <laughs> I thought this was, I thought this was only for one month. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, interestingly enough, Manscaped reached out to us and said, we'd like to continue our partnership with you. Um, so uh, they are sponsoring our show for yeah. the next several months, actually. And that is a really cool. And we're very honored of that. We're too. very honored. Yeah. It's, and, uh, and again, I mean, sure. Look, and I know it's, a, I know it's a family friendly show. Um, and, uh, but I do think like, these are, these are products that I think our audience would like. I look and, at it this way. The children know that their mom gets things to help take care of herself. Well, now yeah. they know that dad has to get things to take care of himself. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Right. That's and those exactly. things, and it doesn't have to be the trimmer. It can be the other things. Like I talked yeah. about, I have the plow, which is the single razor yeah. that I use on my face. It's not yeah. meant for anything else, but the face. Yeah. So I use that and it, I love it. And yeah. I also got the body wash that we talked about in pre-show. I got that. Yeah. And, uh, and then the deodorant, deodorant, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, my wife said to me recently, I, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who didn't know, I recently turned 40 and I'm in the car and I'm driving and my wife turns to me. She's like, do you, do you have ear hair right now? Do you have ear hair? <laughs> and I was like, you do that thing. You can become self-conscious. Like, I think I do. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, manscaping has a tool for that as well. Right. And, yeah. uh, and it's about just kind of keeping, keeping yourself, you know, as we grow, as we grow and we grow older, kind of keeping ourselves, taking care of ourselves in the proper ways, right? Making yes. sure we have the right, uh, right stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, ladies and, and gentlemen. And thanks to the Patreons, because we brought it up to them in our Discord and they were like, go for it, do the ads, you know, so yeah. we appreciate them, you know, because we always say that they sponsor us, but they were all about letting us go about getting other sponsorships. So, yeah, that, that is exactly it. Right. And I mean, you know, we can, again, we can talk a little navel gazing, right. But as, as yeah. we continue to, to do some of the things we want to do, we want to, you know, do giveaways and run the websites and, and all, and support the other, the other uh, shows that we do. Those all, those all yep. require. The monthly you know, mayhem has got the, you know, the biggest, giveaways. the biggest, biggest one we're doing yet. Cause of drew setting up the, the golf league. Yeah. 
yeah. has got like $150 worth of prizes. So yeah, for us to be able to support those things and we need to be able to, to these things help, right? Patreon helps discord yes. help. I mean, Twitch helps. Oh, thank you all. YouTube, all this helps. So I digress. Let's continue. This yes. is the show about how we run our business. Enough about behind the baseball. Let's Enough go. about behind the baseball <laughs> folks. Uh, let's jump into some events. Will we? Oh, that's me. Jesse, seriously. I know you got a new soundboard. I know you did. Right. So don't, don't be like, I expect higher quality. Hot takes. Hot takes. Jesse is amazing with the soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I don't know if having three cans before I jump on a show is a great idea, but I love the energy right now. I got the whiskey sour going. It's yeah, just fine you, for how me. How are you making your way through that? It's so far so good. I'm I'm taking it slow. I didn't have two whiskey sours before the show. Like oh, some I I I hear you judging me. <laughs> I hear you judging my adult beverage consumption. This can is done, by the way. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very much contemplating getting a fourth can, but I feel like that's going to really derail the show. That's for post show. That's for post show. Uh, Jesse, what are you? By the way, what are you drinking, Jesse? Dihydrogen monoxide. Awesome. That's awesome. So moving on to our events section. That'll get you going. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, starting tomorrow, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, the 23rd, holy snap, 23rd Maximus Cup featuring the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD theme occurs. It will run from August 6th to August 9th. Are you guys still, do you guys jump into when these things come on? I've when I remember. Yeah. <laughs> when I remember. <laughs> sure. I got to add it to my calendar so I remember and get yeah, notified. <laughs> I, I want to do this one, but yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if I don't. Yeah. Nice. Well, it starts at three o'clock this morning. So, I, right. I plan on being asleep. Yes. Eastern time. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I only we'll keep, keep the show I mean, going and then play yeah. at the end, right? No. Live stream it. Come on, let's do this thing, right? Let's just go. <laughs> let's just, we're going to, we're, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to roll this right into an extra live stream. We're going for 24, go, 24 hours. hours let's, go. let's go. Um, Let me man. call into work right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward, if I can remember to jump on it. Maybe I'll just fire it up so I can see it on my front page right when it starts. So, I think I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. I, I tend to only really, um, really when the game actually interests me. Uh, so like Skyward Sword, I do enjoy. So I'll get that one. I got the golf one. They did one. What was that? I think the Metopia one. I was like, no, I don't care for Metopia. I'm not going to get that skin. Yeah, those so, are the two I missed. The Metopia and the golf. Yeah, there was one other one I missed. I was upset about too. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I'm not. I'm not overly overly worried about it. Guess yeah, what, ladies and gentlemen? Here's what's going to happen. You want to do your notes again? Here we can do notes here. Oh, geez, oh, Pete's. Let me get. That I know. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm all over you today. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm just being needy. I didn't. I didn't post it yet, so I'm just adding okay. on to the notes. Uh, so. In in like four weeks after a Wario drops, you're gonna have a Wario skin in in uh, Tetris 99. Okay, and by the way, weeks. there will also be there will also be a Metroid skin in Mario yeah. nine or Tetris I will be and a Mario Party yeah. skin in Emmy themed one. Yeah, like, this is how they do it. After every one of their game releases, about four to six weeks later, you will see a Tetris Cup because they want to remind you the game exists. Yeah. I digress. I'm putting it down. There we're in four. Actually, I'm just going to say 
I'll say starting in four weeks, starting in four weeks, in four weeks, there will be, there will be themed skins for Tetris, Tetris 90. See, I can't even talk now. For Tetris, Tetris. 99, Tetris 99. Oh, Tetris. Tetris, you uh, dirty game, you that Tetris. represent ah. each new game in the coming months. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds accurate. Starting in four weeks, there will be themed skins for Tetris 99 that represent each new game in the coming months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because you named all of them, essentially, that are coming up in the next six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I, 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 that is That sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think I think that's up for we got something else next that you can, you know, get go get your fourth can of beer if you wanted to right now, right? Yeah. I'm I'm look here here sure look at here's what we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting okay, hold on. Uh hashtag poll should Justin drink more. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't put that on there because Twitch might take us down because I don't oh. think that's allowed. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm just going to put down drinks. Yes. No. Start poll duration. I'm going to give you apple juice. (laughs) I'm going to give you two minutes. It's starting the poll right now. Twitch. Let's go. What do you got? Show me. Should that be while we do the Jesse's Pokemon? Darn right. It should be darn right. It should be Jesse. I'm I'm giving you two minutes. Go. All right. Oh, you've got an overlay for this too. Don't you? I do. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. So every Monday in August for Pokemon Go, we'll have a one-time purchase bundle for one Pokecoin containing a remote pass and other items. Five-star raids this month, Dialga, will continue to be, to be the raid target until August 6th at 10 a.m. After that, Palkia will return as the raid target for the next two weeks. Starting on the 20th at 10 o'clock, an event that will feature Pokemon from the Gala region will will put Zacian in place as a legendary target for the next six days. Finally, Zamazenta will be the raid target starting on the 26th. Wednesday's 6 p.m. raid hour will continue as normal, except for Zamazenta's raid hour will be on Monday the 31st instead. Additional Galarian Pokemon that'll be in the wild starting on the 20th will include Squovet and Wulu in the game for the first time. Galarian Darumaka. Seven kilometer eggs will hatch into one of seven possible Galarian form Pokemon. Galarian forms of Meowth, Farfetch'd, Weezing, and Stunfisk will be available as Shiny for the first time. And Phalanx will be available as an encounter reward for certain field research. Yes, 50 seconds left. (laughs) (laughs) All right. this This is the Albertosaurus. Uh, it's, uh, it's got a nice, uh, fruity tart fruit ale here locally in Alberta. Nice. Um, well, I got a question for Jesse, yeah. Jesse, there's yeah. a lot of people that have, uh, have not played Pokemon go in a while. In fact, we had somebody in the community that said they hadn't played in a while and they're picking it back up. Do you have any recommendations for people who haven't played it and starting it the first time and, or haven't played it in a long time and picking it back up? Uh, it may seem overwhelming because there's a lot more th- things you can do in the game than there was, say, two or three years ago. You know, like you know, you know me. I don't like PvP, so I pretty much ignore the battle league stuff 
Right. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it if I have to for an event, for a quest, but other than that, I just skip it. So if you're coming back to it or you're coming back for the first, playing it for the first time, I say just start slow, just, you know, do your walking around, catch things around you, visit gyms and stops, and then kind of slow roll from there. You know, you'll get better you know, as, you, as you level up. You'll be able to get higher level Pokemon and can do more things. And then, if you find a local community, normally they have Facebook groups, Discord groups, and other other applications to chat with to help organize raids. That definitely helps because I, you know, I was out of the game for a while, and until I found our local group, and then I've been playing almost daily for like the last three years. Nice, cool. Thanks for the the tips. Yeah. I was like, I think I was level thirty two at the time when I found them, and now I'm forty three. That's all. No, <laughs> I know it takes a while for some of those levels. I know that's cool. Well, there's the the Jesse's Poke Minute. Now we got I, Justin. Now I would we got like Justin's to, beer I would minute. Like, I would like to throw a yellow flag on the play, sir. Uh, <laughs> Tim, your question required Jesse to use more than his 50 seconds remaining. I see what you did there. Oh, that's foul outside of regulation. Yellow card, sir. That's out of. Excuse me. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question. Wow. (laughs) Um, We are off the rails. We are absolutely off the rails. You are. That's what we're supposed to do. I think so, right? There are no rails here, sir. There is exactly, right? (laughs) If you want rails, go back to Pokemon Snap. There you Ooh, nice. Uh, Also, I love our community because the answer to drinks was 100% five cans of yes. (laughs) So, uh, Hambone Johnny, three drink minimum for Justin going moving forward. Uh, Next week, Jesse will have 57 seconds. Oh, what we should do is we should just like accumulate like so jesse has got extra time that he moves over maybe no that sounds like a shitty idea actually (laughs) um (laughs) uh the question asks uh and maybe maybe jesse and i'm going to be really honest with you you know this happened i didn't pay attention to a single word you just said um jesse mecha dragon says while you're on the subject can we talk about the controversy with pokemon go what's the controversy with pokemon go yeah so well, sorry, did you talk about this and I just wasn't paying attention? The audience I, knows. Oh, I, I didn't even know there was a controversy. Okay, okay, because I was like, listen, legitimately, I walked away. I got another can. I want to hear not, juicy I stuff. Did not, I did not talk about it. Uh, but So basically, in March or April last year, as a response to the pandemic, to get more people continuing to play, they made changes to the game, one of yeah. which is increasing the distance required of a gym or a Pokestop to trigger it. Right. Yeah. So basically, if you were at home, it was it wasn't as far as you didn't have to actually walk yeah. as close, right? Yeah. Like there's, I can. I know there's at the fire station by my house. There are the the stop. The gym is right in the middle of two parking lots. No matter how close you get, you can't reach it. So you actually had to get out and walk closer. Okay. But with the double distance, you could reach it from the parking lot. So, mm. and they announced back in April that they were going to start rolling back these changes, you know, sometime after Pokemon Go Fest. And then they said, August 1st, we're going to do it. And August 1st, they did it. And some people claim, I have no proof or scientific analysis of this, 
that instead of rolling it back, they actually made it smaller. Oh. So, you know, so, but a lot of people are still up, upset about even the rolling back of that distance because, you know, you know, we're still in a pandemic and, mm-hmm. and, uh, it also encourages people to be further apart from each other instead of all cramming, huddling over the same small area. Anyway, so then, uh, so some people, um, like prominent YouTubers, uh, po- uh, PokeTubers like Zoe Two Dots and others are actually calling for a boycott. Uh, you know, you know, don't stop paying, stop giving them money, stop playing the game until they do something. There's been, uh, Change.org petition that has 150,000 signatures saying, wow, wanting to you know, roll this back. There was uh, a hashtag campaign on Twitter that got like 85,000 messages on it. Really? Holy cow. So, yeah, this is not insignificant. Hmm. Has the Pokemon, they made has more it- money during the pandemic than they have without the pandemic. I'm kind of surprised that they're rolling back some of these things as fast as they are. Well, and you did mention, and ladies and gentlemen, so just in case you you think that I do not pay attention when I'm not on the show, I know you mentioned during a recent episode they made like twenty one million dollars during Pokemon Go Fest or twenty. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The two days, that one yeah. weekend, they made twenty one million dollars. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Okay. Hmm. Well, thanks for thanks for clearing that up. And the Pokemon company hasn't made any kind of like. Uh, response yet to it have they uh i don't think they have and i think they might have some say but it's ultimately mm-hmm. the antics decision which yeah. apparently is a subsidiary sorry i apologize yeah you're right now which i did i did see by the they have funding outside of their yeah. own revenue stream. yeah yeah i did see by the way that niantic now has their own um shop that you can buy niantic clothing from did you see this oh like no the, they don't think I, I got I, I got an email about uh, five days ago, and it's like a, a shop where you can buy like Niantic hoodies and T-shirts. And <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, wait, what?" Like, <laughs> and it's not Pokemon Go stuff. It's literally the Niantic stuff. Just, right. It's just Niantic, like so. like their their orange blimp logo and stuff like that. Yeah, take a moment and Google it up. <laughs> it's it's about a, it's a bit of fun, a bit of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Pokemon Minute, Jesse's Pokemon Minute. And it's never a minute. It's never a minute, right? <laughs> we sit in this pocket for a while. We have this conversation. Man, man. Shop.nianticlab.com. Yeah, I told you. Right? You were maybe thinking I wasn't really paying attention, and I sure wasn't really. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to what we've been playing, shall we? I was ready for that one. I, I did. I felt you. Right I, felt, I felt you were prepared, despite the fact that I know you were looking at Niantic's website, right? <laughs> and so I knew that. Jesse, sir, what have you been playing? Okay, I don't have a lot of games, so I. Well, I said Mario Gold. How about changing that to Mario Golf in the notes? <laughs> <laughs> so it yeah, works Mar- together, though. Mario Gold Super Rush. You know, it's right. a new game yeah. there. It's a gold uh, rush. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about the gold, baby. That's right. Oh, that's wrong game. You know, so <laughs> I, the Ooh, week, week, week five of Drew's tournament has a requirement 
that you have to use boo or toad. So oh. it means I had to grind up a character. Right, which I'm oh. still in the process of grinding up a character to try to get better stats and better clubs before I play to make my to to submit my score. And Drew, and you Wait, didn't what? notice that, did you? What I haven't, I I'm haven't going, done. It. I'm, I'm looking right now. It's like I'm going to the, what? What? I didn't miss. Did I you know about that either. Uh, I pulled up. I was getting ready to set up this week's golf thing, and then I didn't even get that uh, far down. Really, Play golf character must be boo or toad only. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Frick. So I, I so I played two rounds earlier in the week. I got it. I think he has nine. 1900 points now, which means I need to do like two more rounds to get it over 3000 to get the two star. So, again, as I said earlier, I'll probably use New Donk City to do that. Wow. To get a I'm so behind course. in it. I've been using Bowser this whole time during everything else. Yeah, I've been, I, me too. Uh, darn it. <laughs> I think I've been using Yoshi for most things if I wasn't using my me. Yeah. Here's wow. the thing. I'm, okay. curs- I'm cursing out Drew right now. I love Drew. Drew is amazing for doing this for us. Yep. Thank you, but darn it, Drew! And of course, you know, we're probably going to see a New York City with Todek yeah. match coming up soon. Yeah. So start I, I need to get in there. there. I'm going to start <laughs> grinding and get ready for the rest of this other half of the tournament. So, knowing, knowing he's going to be throwing some curveballs. But yeah. Sorry, Jesse, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, I'm, that's what I plan on spending some of my weekend doing is uh, doing finishing that up. Uh, the score has to be submitted by Sunday, by Saturday night, I believe. And then yes. I've been putting more time into Skyward Sword HD. Mm. I I think I'm like at 38, 39 hours. Wow. I I am in the end game. I'm in the final dungeon. I have collected every heart piece. I've done every side quest. I have collected every uh gratitude crystal and i don't think i've ever done that in previous runs so this is like the first time i'm 100 percenting that game mm-hmm. nice so are so, so are you in, are you are like are you super enjoying it yeah i am i am enjoying yeah. it uh, which you know definitely helps encourage me to get 40 hours in because if i'm not enjoying it i usually have to put it down yeah. after an hour or two and get, get, and walk away from it but and are uh, you playing motion control or are you playing I, stick I am doing motion control most of the time. I, I did have to switch to button controls doing the pumpkin mini game. Mm, okay. And uh, mm. even then I barely passed it. And, <laughs> like I literally okay. got 600, the 600 points exactly at the zero uh, on the last pumpkin throne <laughs> when the wow. came at zero. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And I had the same reaction earlier today when I got on the minecart race. I, you have to get under a minute five. And I was, I got a minute 5.7, a minute 5.4, a minute 5.3, a minute 5.06. That's four frames. That's 60 frames a second. Wow. <laughs> a minute 5.01. One frame. <laughs> I was so upset, but I finally did get it. <laughs> I got like uh, 104.79 or something like that. That's great. Yeah, that's great. And I know that Marty has finished the game as well. So, I'm, you know, hopefully, you know, Jesse, maybe there's an opportunity for you to finish off and then Marty and you to have a bit of a conversation about it as well. Yeah, I know uh, Blanco also, he, he finished a story. He didn't 100% the collections like I like I did. 
But yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's you know, we might be able to get him involved in that too if we if we do. Yeah, probably get Matthew involved again too. <laughs> oh yeah, <'cause laughs> he, he had the game hundred percent finished in like a week. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, Tim, let's head over to you. What have you been playing? I see you got some sure. Nintendo and some non-Nintendo. Yes. And I'll say this in regards to Skyward Sword. It's again, it's one of those games where I want to play it just like the Pokemon games, but because of how long it is and my life right now, I cannot play games like that without losing, you know, interested in it or dropping it and then not finishing it or something like that. So unfortunately I kind of have to get it secondhand, you know, how it's going and stuff like that from everybody else. So, but eventually one day I hope to be able to play it. But anyways, yeah, and the Nintendo game that I've been playing is, again, still GTA 5. I think it brought this up a couple of weeks ago. I've been playing it online with Sam, and it's actually, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's We're not doing any of the crazy stuff, like the single-player game uh, type stuff. He might be, I think he is a little bit, and he's enjoying it because, you know, what 13-year-old wouldn't love being able to do some of the things you can do in a GTA yep. game. But uh he's actually not as interested in the single player game as, as much as the online game. And he loves being able to play the online game with me and his sister. Now his older sister, uh, Sophie, she's been playing longer than he has. She's 16 and she's up there in the levels has millions and millions of dollars in the, in the online and all that kind of stuff. So, um, she goes on with them every once in a while, but whenever I play with them, it's been actually fun because we're about the same level. I just bought like a um, a bunker where I can actually have weapons made and then sell them and all that kind of stuff. So it's Sammy and I are, you know, cr- criminal father and son in the GTA world, you know, so. Nice. <laughs> as you Keep should be, the as you should be. Keep it in the family. That's right. So uh, moving on to Nintendo games. Um I played by your recommendation, Justin, the uh, Greek memori- memories of Azur. Yeah. I can say these words here, uh, and I'm actually really enjoying it. It's a lot more fun than I expected. I was expecting, you know, because you were talking about like a almost like a Triforce type thing or Four yep. Swords type thing, where you're switching off the characters and stuff like that. I was hoping that you would be able to play it couch co-op that way, but mm. it's not set up that way obviously but it is a lot of fun playing that game i'm enjoying the 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 visuals of the game and the story so far but i had to set it aside to be able to play some of the other games i'm gonna be talking about too so i haven't finished the demo yeah and i may not because we found out that it does not continue the save yes so i may just leave it where i'm at and may pick that up when it comes out yeah great job it did that thing of like yes this is I am I am in on this game. When it comes out, I will buy it. That is it, right? Yep. Like it's like, okay, awesome, you've got me. I will now wait. Right. So, yep. Yeah. Um, of course, Mario Golf Super Rush. Been playing that because of the monthly mayhem. Finished the mid-season Goomba tournament that we had to do over this past weekend. Uh, didn't do as well as some of our players, but hey, I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying nice. being able to submit stuff and uh, uh, again, being able to see how I compare with people. Uh, and I still got to play week five, which now I understand I need to grind a little bit before I submit my score. So <laughs> um, Animal Crossing, I'm still playing that again, not because of the fireworks, not because of the August updates, but because I still, after being in the game for a year and a half, 
was it a year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half, almost a year and a half. Still trying to catch that last bug, which is the golden stag. I personally think my game is broken. I think my, for some reason, I I cannot find the freaking golden stag <laughs> in my game. No matter if I go visit islands or if I'm look, running around on my own island, I know there's the best times to get it. I know it's between 5 p.m. and 8 a.m. I think it is, or maybe I have it backwards, uh, 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. I think it's, I think it's five. That's right. It's 5 p.m. Because the best times I also read to find them is between 7 and 11. I think it was that I read somewhere on the palm trees. They're not appearing there. I can't find them. Every freaking stag I can find <laughs> is not the golden stag. And I have until the end of August to get it. And it's frustrating as all heck because it's the last bug I need to complete the bug encyclopedia, if you will, or the, the list. The bug decks. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I was playing before because I got access to my, my wife bought me the mini NFC cards, mm. uh, the Sanrio ones. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to collect all of the Sanrio furniture. But I kind of got paused there for a minute while I'm distracted because I'm trying to get all, I'm trying to find this doggone golden stag. <laughs> That's fair. So, but I'm still having fun with that. You know, every now and then, I'll, right before I play another game, I'll jump into that real quick, see if I can find any bugs, and then maybe do a couple rounds and trips on different islands to see if I can find it. No luck. Uh, the last game I've been playing is one that I'll be doing a video for soon. Uh, we got a review code from uh, the developers goblins studio for banners of ruin it is a uh card uh deck game card building game uh and i'm enjoying it immensely i've been playing it since we got the code i i wanted to get into it more so i understood the mechanics and the game of it it's kind of like um uh slay the spire game uh where because you you basically are using the deck building you're using deck of cards and you got to get through the story uh, almost kind of like a um what are those uh those text-based games uh where in you know back in the day you'd be on the computer and you had to make certain choices and stuff like that on um choose your own story type of games kind of like yeah kind of like those things but they were all just text you know maybe a little bit of art using ascii stuff you know but um it was basically, it's kind of playing like that, but obviously more visually uh, pleasing with the cards and all that. And But you're picking your routes. You've got uh, three routes to pick from, and depending on which route you go on, you, uh, almost kind of the same with Slay the Spire, where you can pick different paths, and depending on the paths you go, you'll get certain things along those paths, or you'll meet certain enemies along those paths. And as, as you go along the path, you will run into a... Uh, someone that's tougher than you and you can't get past them, but you keep all the things you found along the way. So I don't know if this would be considered roguelike in a way, but you keep all the things you found along the way before you died. And then you start the paths all over again. You can pick different choices. You build up again until you get to the point where you can fight the, the, the end of that path, the, the last enemy along the way, you're building up your characters. You're going to right now, I still only have two characters, but you can get up, I think to at least six characters. They're all animals. So anim, animal morphic. Is that what I'm trying? Is that the right word? I'm anamorphic, looking for? Anthropomorphic. 
Yes. Yeah. So, and it's kind of got a game of Thrones feel to it too, where it's, you know, that type of age to it in your one house or one family fighting against another family. Um, it all comes down to family again. (laughs) So, but, and it's, uh, you know, for me, I have my two characters I'm using is a bear and a mouse, but the mouse is like half the size of the bear. (laughs) So, uh, it's really interesting, but it, I, I'm really enjoying the mechanics of it. It's it's an RPG. It's it's listed as strategic RPG, um, and it's on sale right now for $15.99 US. Uh, I think the full price is $19.99, so you can get it for at least $4 off right now. Um, and if you enjoyed Slay the Spire or uh, was it Dicey Dun- Dungeons was the other game that you guys played? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this obviously isn't using dice, but this is using cards. Basically, it's using the card deck that you can build, and you collect cards along the way too to build on your deck. Uh, for, don't want to forget that point. So you can constantly build up your deck, and there's certain mechanics that happen for your deck as well that uh, add a little bit of more strategy to the game as well. So again, I'll be doing a video on it, uh, probably a let's play. Probably streaming it as well because I got a little more f- more familiar with the game, um, and hopefully it won't be as boring like when you first start a game out and trying to figure things out. <laughs> so that's why I figured I'd wait to figure that out and and do a stream probably probably sometime this weekend, uh, hopefully. So that's what I've been playing. That's very cool. Awesome. That was Banners of Ruin, by the way. Just to, to name Banners that game of Ruin. Time. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, it has been it has been a minute since I have been here, and I have got a list of games that I have been playing. I'm going to try and run through them relatively quickly, and I'm going to give you kind of my my quick Coles notes version of them. How does that sound? How I feel? Uh, first, I've been playing. I played a little bit of Monster Hunter Stories okay. Two: Wings of Ruin. <laughs> uh, I thought it was okay. It was very much like Pokemon meets Monster Hunter. Um, and, um, I enjoyed what I played of it. They've had some updates and they continue to have right. some more updates that are going out of it. I need to spend a little bit more time in it. I spent about two hours in it. Um, it's good. It is very, it kind of reminds me very much of like beginner JRPG in some ways with a mixture of Pokemon, yeah. uh, and the name Monsties. I know it was in all the promotional ads. I just can't get over it. You know, I just... <laughs> It just, uh, yeah. you were asking me if I played this yet. And unfortunately I haven't, again, it's one of those large games that I just didn't want to dive into because I didn't want to lose that interest. There's going to be a point where I think I can jump into a larger game, but there's, I still got so much in my backlog that I want to get to and I want to finish. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I do want to jump in and give it more of a, more of a run. It does appear, you know, I think, I think if you're if you're interested in Monster Hunter and you're a JRPG fan, uh, this really scratches those itches. Uh, and, and I don't know why, but July has kind of been a JRPG month for me, which is super weird. Um, and, and so the next game I actually I'll talk to about that is Chris Tales. Now this is indeed a JRPG. The demo was available on the eShop. Couple of things that I really love about this game: beautiful art style. I think the combat uh, battle mechanic of using time is really cool, right? You can you can bring things in the past, you can put things in the future. There's a really cool mechanic that goes along with that as well. I find the characters compelling uh, and enjoyable. Uh, this game has hooked me. So uh, I have been playing this game a lot, especially on my Nintendo Switch Lite, 
which by the way, quick hot second here, a little bit of a divergent statement. For those who don't know, Nintendo was kind enough to send us a Nintendo Switch Lite, the nice blue one back in May. I was the lucky recipient of that because I didn't have one. Let me tell you, loving my Nintendo Switch Lite, and I'm loving it with my satisfying Nintendo Switch Lite grip as well. That is a killer combo. I took that out this weekend when we were out camping, or sorry, out with the family. My wife was playing Grindstone on the regular Switch um, in the hotel room, and I was playing the Switch Lite and banging out some games and levels, and it was absolutely fantastic. Love it. Um, There's a whole thing I can get into about cloud saves and transfers, but we're going to leave that for a different show. But Chris... Fonta says next you'll be playing Picross. Don't you don't you put that dirty juice on me? No, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. I'm not desperate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, though, Chris Tales. Famous last words. Yeah. Chris Tales, uh, I'm absolutely loving. There are some challenges I have with it. Challenge I have is that this load screen that pops up is very frequent and it is a long load screen. They have this kind of consistent load screen. And it's about 15 seconds every time. It feels like it's pushing the hardware a little bit further than maybe it should in regards to those things. Uh, But I really enjoy it. Really love playing it. I can imagine so, because it's basically loading the same environment three times. Yeah. So it's (laughs) That's the crazy part of it. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, why is this load screen so long? And you're like, literally as I walk, I can see different parts of the screen transforming from what it was to something different every single time. Uh, So it's super cool. Here's the other thing that I'll probably say, and this may be a detriment, may not be. It is, it is a higher cost game. Again, we are lucky enough that we got a review copy. Uh, Canada, I think it was like 55 or 60 bucks is pretty high up there. Um, I know it's on game pass right now. So you can try it out for me. If, If you're asking me, what are my recommendations? I am highly recommending Chris Tales. Oh. That's right. This guy, the J, the guy who doesn't play JRPGs, is recommending Chris Tales. Check that out. So again, it's a game I want to play. I just don't know when I'll have a, when I'll be playing it. I, I would be fascinated, Jesse, for you to play it, and so us so we can have a conversation about what you think of it. Because I have two Ace Attorney games and two Picross games on my deck. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, in all fairness, the bass boss battles are hard. Like I have both. I have every boss battle I've had to been like, okay, so how do I actually do this? Because there's a little bit of like, who do you need to heal? Who should be using the time mechanic? Who should you? So there's a little bit of like, okay, hold on. And if I remember Um, the demo, there's like a little puzzle you have to solve that if you can't solve the puzzle, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. The first boss, like I died a lot. I was like, we may not be getting far in this game. We may be ending here. So I had to check that one out. Um, I will also, I will jump on this bandwagon also Skyward Sword. I have been playing. I did some streams of it while I was on sabbatical. I have still only finished the first dungeon. I am enjoying it. I am liking it. It is a quirky kind of Legend of Zelda game, right? It feels a bit comical. It feels a bit funny, right? Which I think is a contrast to something like Breath of the Wild, which seems very serious and very heavy. This is much more lighthearted, much more colorful, much funnier, I guess would be the word I would say. And if you look at every other Zelda game, you're going to see it going one way to the other. You go from The Wind Waker to Twilight Princess to Skyward Sword. Yeah. Yeah. 
So overall, I have been enjoying it. I have not played motion controls. I've only played stick on the pro controller. I will say that has frustrated me at times. Uh, and if, for those of you that watched me have that first battle in the first dungeon with that weird, what the heck is his, the character's name? Girahim. Yeah. If you watched me on stream, I just about lost it with that guy. Um, because this, like, I know what, I know what you're wanting me to do. I know you want me to slice diagonally with my right thumbstick being my, my camera controller. So there are some, it, 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 I feel at times, I feel like I'm fighting with the game in ways that I don't want it to. I want it to feel natural. Now, maybe I need to transition over to, to motion controls. I don't know, but I'm still really enjoying it. And it pains me to say it, but Marty was right. It's a good game that I enjoy. Uh, next game I've been playing is Last Stop. By the way, every single game that I have talked about today and will be talking about today, other than Chris Tales, there is a Let's Play up on our website that you, or our YouTube channel. You check it out. Last Stop. Uh, this is Anna Perna Interactive. This is a very much a walking simulator, narrative-driven storytelling game. This is where there are three different stories of individuals and they're all interconnected. And you have to make choices in your conversation, oh. your dialogue tree that has Me impacts of others. Mega Dance was talking about this and it just sounded interesting. It's very cool. Yeah. Again, Jesse, head over to our YouTube channel, NintendoDads.youtube backslash, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's there. Check out, I, well, I played the first hour and a half of the first chapter. Very cool. There are some really like, it's really good storytelling. And there are some moments that are kind of heartbreaking. And uh, I would definitely check it out. So that's a good one to check out as well. That was Last Stop out now. Jesse, I'm playing Pokemon Unite. And you yeah, don't I, like it? I hope and you like I it do. more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I played Pokemon Unite. I'm enjoying Unite. that game too, actually. I know. It's great. I played Pokemon Unite a fair bit uh, last couple weeks or last week as well. It's a great entry. It's a great like introduce, introduction to MOBAs. I love the fact that we know the matches are only 10 minutes or however long you want to set them for. Um, doesn't feel overly challenging. Feels approachable. Feels like there is strategy. Um, I'm going to be honest. I enjoy it. And it kind of made me like think, I was like, man, I wonder if like League of Legends will bring some of their stuff to Switch as well. So you and playing it, Tim, what do you think of it? Yeah, I was I was mentioning this before uh, when I had it on my list of let's play uh, what we've been playing last week, I think it was, or the week before, yeah. um, that it kind of reminds me of a sports game. And Jesse was like, well, yeah, that's kind of what MOBAs are. <laughs> it's kind of a, a team-based sports game in a way. Um, but yeah, so, and I didn't know that being this is my first MOBA really, or really understanding. And I'm still learning about the game and the mechanics and the strategy behind it and stuff like that. But I was having a lot of fun with it and I'm sure it's a blast. If you start, if you get a group of people together and play, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I've definitely been enjoying it. So I would, I would recommend it. And again, it's free. So that's good. There is a battle pass that you can buy, but I didn't, I haven't felt the need to like, yeah, it's, very, it's, like very, it's very, it's very cosmetic-y. So that's fine. Uh, I've also played tools up. Uh, I played this with Jody. This is another kind of overcooked cooperative moving out uh, couch co-op couch madness kind of game where you are <clears throat> um, you are 
a like maintenance repair kind of contractor where the levels that we've been playing, we were painting rooms and putting in carpets and, and kind of renovating. And it's a ton of fun. Uh, and they've got a whole edition now or whole DLC that's uh, patches in the season where there's like gardening and stuff like that. If you're looking for another couch co-op game, right, where you're done with Overcooked, you're done with some of those other games, Tools Up is an absolutely fantastic game that you should check out as well. Lots of fun. Again, there's tons of these games. Moving Out, Cooked, um, yeah, Moving Out, Overcooked, Tools Up, um, Catastronauts, right? There's a lot of those games out there, but it's very much in that vein of yelling at each other. And why aren't you doing this? And you need to do that. And it's a bunch of fun. Great family time. I highly recommend it. I've got three more games and I'm almost done. The next one is A Monster's Expedition, which came out today. This game was actually out on Apple Arcade uh, last year and is now available on the Nintendo Switch. And it is this cute and adorable puzzler game where you end up on this little island and you have to get off the island. And so you have to like push down a log and the log forms a bridge and you use that log to move to the next island. That's so these islands are their puzzles basically. Right. And your objective is to get from each Island. And so there are trees that you need to figure out of how do I take down this tree and how do I create a bridge to get to the next Island? And so do I, you know, push the tree to the left? Well, if I push the tree to the left, well, I can't move it. Well, I got to push forward. Okay. Then, so it's this uniquely puzzle game. They've just done a massive update with a hundred free new, uh, hundred more islands put in. It's called the museum update. And that's a free update. Obviously, if you bought the game, you're already getting it's in there, but it's also available on Apple arcade, lovely music. You can, if you make an error, you can easily reverse it just by pressing a button. If you want to reset the entire Island that you're on, you can do that easily. It reminds me of just like sitting there with your kids it's super chill. You can, how would you do this? Oh, I would try this. I would do that. Why would you try that? Like, it's really friendly and engaging. It just kind of lets your brain be. It's really unique. Um, and I would highly recommend a Monsters Expedition. Nice. I've also played Doomsday Vault. Doomsday Vault is kind of the same idea. Doomsday has occurred. You are this kind of robot that has to go to pieces of this world and you need to save or retrieve plants. And then you need to bring the plants back to your kind of little like greenhouse to grow the plants. Um, so you are as a, as a little um, robot, you are traversing the landscape, trying to figure out puzzles, you solving. I'm going to be honest with you, Jesse. I was like, this is Wally. This is Wally without being a copyright claim of Wally. Um, and so you, you have to kind of solve these areas to open up switches, to open up doors, to go in find more energy and to find these plants as well. There doesn't appear to be like super anything hazardous, no one shooting at you, but just environmental hazards, environmental challenges. And where do you have to go to solve these little puzzles? Another really great puzzler again, like nice, super chill. I can sit here. I can try and figure it out. Uh, I will say I, I, I did three levels of it and our, our video is coming out tomorrow on the Nintendo dad's channel. Uh, and by the way, monsters expedition videos out today already. Uh, but Doomsday Vault is coming out tomorrow for our channel for coverage. Um, but like they don't screw around. But like the third level, I was like, that is a hard problem. That is a complex problem that requires some actual thinking to figure it out. So again, this may be a game to sit around and play with your kids and chill. One more game. And then I promise I'm done. Uh, and it's actually out today again. And this is Haven Park. And Haven Park, the best way I can do it, Tim. 
if there is anything I can do for you to make recommendations, knowing what I have seen from you, you need to go download Haven Park. It is from what from what I have played of it, and what I have seen of other games. It is a short hike, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Cozy Grove thrown in a blender, and it is super chill. It is so chill. Justin just froze. Super. <laughs> He's trying to come back. I don't know what's going on there, but he's just like frozen. Is it very oh, I'm back. <laughs> no, What not. was that? <laughs> All right. So Haven Park sounds like it uh, by the looks of it from what I saw on the uh, the the what I a little bit I saw. It sounded like it would or did look like it would be kind of like a uh, a game that's like, um, like you said, Animal Crossing or Cozy Grove and all that kind of stuff. And that's especially something that my wife is into a lot of those type of games. So I'll probably have her check that out, too. I wish again, these are the type of things I wish there were demos for. There, has, there isn't a demo for this one, right? No, there there isn't. But here's. the. Oh, I thought he was back. Yeah, I thought he was back too. Uh, One thing I would say. Wow. All right. So I will check that out though. Yeah. (laughs) I will take a look at your Haven Park game and especially the video that you're going to, you got out there too. So I'll have uh, my wife check that out as well. So. Hello. Thankfully thankfully that was his last game (laughs) as he's trying to. Justin, I would say maybe see if you can uh, reset yourself because since that was your last game, we'll go ahead and jump into the email. And while I'm reading it, maybe you can get situated. Before (laughs) we get into the email, we have a little breaking news. Okay. So while we were talking about what we were playing, Niantic's blog posts a response to our Pokemon Go community. Oh, so nice. So. To our Pokemon Go community, we appreciate your letter and all of your feedback. We hear you. We are humbled by your response. Not every game has such a passionate global player base that we're fortunate enough to have. Like everyone else around the world, our team has been working very hard to adapt the global health environment. The recent exploration bonuses changes we've made in the U.S. and New Zealand are designed to restore some of the foundational elements players enjoyed prior to 2020 and reward players once again for moving and exploring and Encouraging people to explore, exercise, and safely play together in person remains the antics mission. Let me fix that real quick while while he's gone. Okay, the health the health and well-being of players is our top priority, which is why we have implemented the new exploration bonuses and select ge- geographies where it's deemed safe to be outdoors. Research has shown that taking walks outside is safe and confers several health benefits. Furthermore, encouraging outdoor exploration is in keeping with Niantic's mission. That said, we will continue to monitor health and safety guidance related to our outdoor activities and will make future changes if necessary. We have heard your feedback about one change in particular, that of the Pokestop and gym interaction distance. We reverted the interaction distance from 80 meters back to the original 40 meters, starting in the U.S. and New Zealand, because we want people to connect in real places in the real world. 
and to visit places that are worth exploring. However, we have heard your input loud and clear, and so to address your concerns we have you have raised, we are taking the following actions. We are assembling an internal cross-functional team to develop propos proposals des designed to preserve our mission of inspiring people to explore the world together, while also addressing specific concerns that have been raised regarding interaction distances. We'll share our findings of this task force by the next in-game season change, September 1st. As part of this process, we'll also be reaching out to community leaders in the coming days to join us in this dialogue. Our goal is to build fun and engaging experiences that remain true to our mission, and we thank you for challenging us with thoughtful and constructive feedback. Signed, the Niantic team. So basically, they're thinking about it for a month. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, I mean, that's... They're doing what we always ask companies like Nintendo to do. They're responding to the community and saying something about it. You know, in this case, it's a little bit more, you know, hey, we're looking into it. We're going to study it. We'll research it and we'll get back to you because they want, they have their goals and strategies they have behind the game. But they also want to make their players happy. So, you know, but it's funny how I think we talked about this before, how we wanted Nintendo to be more transparent or open about certain things. And I think this is a good example of, one way to be transparent. Now, I know Nintendo can't do this all the time, but this is one way a company can do it, you know, and, and Nintendo ha does it sometimes like the Animal Crossing. You know, they talked about they're coming out with the update. Look forward to that because they've heard people and they know people are talking about it. So we have an idea now. We know that they're not just they're not doing anything about it. We know they're doing something. So same with Niantic. I think it's good on them for doing a letter uh, to their players. Handbone Johnny says that we should have started. We should have started the timer again. <laughs> are we are we talking about the Pokemon again? Yep, there was a breaking news that Niantic posted a letter in regards to the controversy that we were talking about earlier. Oh, okay. So right. that's what he was reading about. All right, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> so is there any last minute things that you couldn't get out in regards to Haven Park beyond you suggesting that I take a look at it and, and my wife take a look at it because of our history of games like that? It reminds me very greatly of um, a short hike. It is a short game. It's about two to four hours. Okay. It's super adorable. It's less than $10 on the eShop. Uh, I would highly, highly recommend it. I very much enjoyed my time with it as well. Nice. So here's what I would say. I've given a ton of games that I would recommend played. I'm going to tell you what I would recommend. If you're like, Justin, where do I spend my money? I think Chris Tales is worth your look. Maybe put it on a try the demo if you're really questioning it. Maybe Fox on Game Pass. <laughs> Wow. So play it for I guess he's saying wish list it and hope for a sale. Yes. Sorry, Justin, your uh your online is not cooperating. I think it had three pints as well. Can you can you hear me? <laughs> On and off we can hear you kind of going. <laughs> yeah, on and off we can hear it. It's just uh, he goes through it out. Yeah, and we everybody can see that post too. <laughs> everybody can see the chat. <laughs> Sorry, can you guys hear me? 
Yeah, we can right know. now. Okay, I'm going to, here's, here, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if maybe a storm's coming in here. I don't know, but obviously my internet's finicky. So I'm going to tell you what I recommend and then I'm going to balance because obviously this is going to go horrible wrong. Okay. Uh, Chris Tales expensive. You can try it somewhere else. I'd recommend it, but I do really enjoy it and I recommend checking it out. Maybe check it out on sales. Uh, I think Last Stop is awesome if you like narrative driven games. Fantastic. If you're looking for a good party game, Tools Up is absolutely there. I think Monsters Expedition and, and Haven Park are well worth the money. I would highly, highly recommend it. I have loved those games. Skyward Sword also I'm having a great time with. So I don't know. Everything I've played, I pretty much recommend. But I definitely think Monsters Expedition and Haven Park are worth your look for sure. And Chris Tales. Yep. That's okay. cool. That's cool that though you got a couple of short ones in there too. So that's cool. Yeah. Again, yeah, you know, I know that like Tim, you're caught for time, yeah. right? I think Haven Park might be just right up your alley. And again, I think it's like test less than 10 bucks on the eShop. Okay. So, well, before you bounce, let's see if you can get through listening to the community question uh, okay. from our email. Let's hear it. And I'll read that. Jesse, community spotlight. <laughs> All right. And then already from the community, the uh, Mecha Dragon was saying, I didn't know Justin was visiting Marty's house. <laughs> fair enough yep 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 <laughs> this right. email actually came in last week uh but uh, i didn't get in the in the notes and got it in this week yep and we were debating being able to get through it all but jesse you said it was well worth the 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 read essentially yeah so. I, was, I was originally thinking i should try to crop it down but i didn't want to crop anything out it's all pretty good but considering this is the only email i say let's do it all right so from Jacob via email, we got the following email. Skyward Sword is a fantastic game and I'm enjoying the HD remaster. Like many players, I believe that the original game has a frustrating beginning. While I appreciate how the remaster cuts through the crap, I think that a better story would drastically change how the player feels about the beginning of the game. The problem is, is that Skyloft is not very interesting. It would be interesting, but there's no buildup to it. All it really needs is to be a destination rather than a beginning. The game needs to imbue Skyloft with more significance by having you start somewhere else. It's the game's hub, but starting from inside a hub is all wrong. All of the talking at the beginning of the game is frustrating because you're preparing for an event that has no meaning in a place that has no meaning. This leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth for the game hub. I think they should have started Link out as the kid who has to pedal the stationary bike on Beetle's Flying Shop. You wake up in your bed on a little island from a dream in which you've been chosen to become one of the flying knights of Skyloft. But alas, it's just another day of toil in the peloton of pain. <laughs> Beetle is a fat jerk who thinks you should be grateful that he puts up with you. He puts you on a few chores like dusting cobwebs or whatever to give you a basic waggle tutorial. Maybe he has you throw a few things around. It's all fast and smooth as it can be, but even if it's not perfectly streamlined, it's okay. The emotions on Link's face and the robbing of his dignity are enough to draw you in because you know it's going to get better for him. Then you get on the bike and set off for Skyloft. You take control of the shop for some light maneuvering to prep you for flying a loft wing later, but most of the trip happens in a cutscene or something. 
In any case, you are introduced introduced to Skyloft as a place of your dreams and boyhood fantasies. Link is pedaling furiously, and there's a little window, and he looks out and sees the awesome Knights of Skyloft soaring in formation past the shop. As he pedals, townspeople come into the shop, and he overhears talk about a new brood of Loftwings hatching. The Loftwings choose young adolescents from the town to bond with them and become theirs. They usually imprint upon one of the kids who is coming of age. But the special red Loftwing that hatches ends up choosing Link through a humorous series of unlikely events. Zelda's father, the headmaster of the Knights Academy, sees the desire in Link's eyes and knows that he takes him in. Uh, He will appreciate his training and place in Skyloft all the more. Beetle is outraged, but Zelda's father soothes him by giving him something very rare and valuable. This item pertains to the story later, but no one knows it now. Beetle goes home, huffing and puffing on the bike, and Link settles into his training. All of it feels good to the player because Link has been Harry Pottered into the Knight's Academy. I think this would imbue Skyloft with more gravas. Walking walking its paths and discovering its secrets would not feel like drudgery in between the good dungeons. Flying would feel better, too, because it represents freedom from Link's endless toil. A few years would pass and Link would become a fully-fledged young adult. He has become friends with Zelda and enemies with Groose. And the story plays out which the same from there. Uh, plays out much the same from there. When we see Beetle again, he's skinny and super positive about life. He lives to pedal his bike and pedal his wares. He finally appreciates Link and is able to give him the item of great value later without resenting or reservations when Link needs it. This forges a nice bond for the other side requests related to the game's treasures. What do you think? Can a good story intro make all the difference in how we feel about game tutorials? Can players be psychologically prepared to endure endure tutorials by giving them a compelling reason to press on? So I like that story. I like. Uh, I would have liked to have seen uh, a fat, grouchy beetle. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like how that sounds. And uh, by watching what you played through, uh, Jesse, when you are uh, not Jesse, Justin, you played through it the first time when you were streaming it. Uh, seeing that story. Uh, look like a typical Zelda 3D game beginning to me. You know, getting through the 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 story and the buildup and all that kind of stuff. So, but I like the, I, I like the idea behind this story as well. Nintendo should hire this guy. <laughs> yeah. We can't hear you, Justin. I think it's great. <laughs> I really like it. We hear you. Yes. Now. Yep. As a great, thank you so much, Jacob, for taking the time to write all that out and share that with us. And I hope I, did it justice by reading it uh, aloud to everybody, but that uh, um, I think you do. I should. I think you should do fan fiction uh, and build on this, <laughs> and uh, and submit it because I think it's a great story. It's like maybe an alternate version, alternate universe of Skyloft. <laughs> kind of curious on what the item was. He didn't say what it was, just that it was important to his quest. True. Very true. <laughs> yeah, Mecha Dragon's like, are you re- are we reading fanfic? Yes, we are. Fan fiction, it is. Submit more to us. We'll read it. 
as long as we're not pressed for time. <laughs> That's exactly it. I know. I, th- I think it's great. So. Excellent. So that's all we have from the community right now. At least that's what's in the notes. Unless I missed something. Nope, that's all we had. Anything in the Twitch chat that we need to be aware of? Mecca says, can we write a Nintendo Dance fanfic next? You can, <laughs> but course. I don't know if I want to read of it. Of course. We did ask of for like, a movie trailer based on that. What we, we did. did. Yeah. <laughs> a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just finishing off one thing here. Uh, is that it? Is that really it? That That's was it? it for the community. Yep, that was okay. it. I was trying to see if uh, we had anything in the Nintendo Dead's podcasting channel that we might have missed because I thought there was something. But um, I think we're good. All right. Well, then, I will not uh, belabor the point any further. Uh, let us... Uh, one second here. What? Let us go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I was just like, uh, all right. Well, okay. You were afraid that you were going to get the issues again on your stream? <laughs> I, a little bit. A little bit. I'm like, uh, uh, okay, well, I guess we're going to go. Let's uh, do a cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, lads. Well done. Well done to you. Well, well done. done, show. Good job. Cheers, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say is I uh, it's always just great to hang out. You know, yes. uh, it's it has been a while and I haven't had an opportunity to connect with you gentlemen for a while. Um, but thank you so much for spending time with me. Uh, community, thank you for spending time with us. Uh, we appreciate you. We know you're busy. We know it's busy summer. You have places to be. The world's beginning to open up. But I do appreciate your continued support of us, your continued participation in our community and our continued love. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, gentlemen, let's wrap this thing up. And uh, here's how we do it. Do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Yeah, we got our music going, Jesse? Our wrap up. Just started it. Okay. I just can hear it. So Yeah, it's a slow ramp up. Okay, that's fair enough. Thank you so much to our amazing uh, YouTube subscribers, 5,610 of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have over uh, 1,074 followers on Twitch, and 18 of those are Twitch subs. So thank you so much for your support every single month. By the way, if you don't know, if you can sub via Twitch, you get right into our Discord, which is completely awesome. And that is amazing. You get to get in our, our community chats. You get to get in our... Golf tournament, it's awesome. Speaking of amazing things, don't forget that you get 20% off over at Manscaped uh, using the order NINDADS. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. 20% off and free shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are wanting to check out some of our sweet, sweet Nintendo Dad merch, I'm going to encourage you to head over to our merch store on nintendodads.org and backslash merch, and you can go there to get some of our amazing, amazing stuff. Big thanks to our uh, Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberg, Dave Ernsberg, Antonio Contrario, and Solo <laughs> something. Guys, I'm four pints in. I don't know anymore, right? <laughs> These are our amazing Patreon producers, uh, and we are so thankful for your love and support. Special round of applause for our Patreon producers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, of course, thank you, of course, to the over 115 Patreon supporters and supporters as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. I am going to encourage you. I really hoping that I can encourage you here, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't already, please, please head over to our YouTube channel. Click the subscribe button. Click the bell. 
literally we have new videos that come out every single month and it's amazing the amount of people who actually uh, are sub to our channel our youtube channel but don't actually watch our videos we have a community create community creators who are putting lots of time and energy and making sure you get first looks you get let's play so you can make really good decisions with your money and what are recommendations that you should be playing so check out our youtube channel please and of course head over to nintendodads.org for all of our latest videos tweets and our podcast episodes you also have links to our social media channels our patreon page and of course our Nintendo Dad merch, if you are interested. Speaking of social, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Just type in Nintendo Dads, you're going to find us, I promise. And by the way, we've got an inbox. It's over at nintendodads at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us some fanfic. Send us some Nintendo Dads business Justin business hat art and you can win joy cons holy cow seriously we're doing that because that's the kind of community we have here again that's nintendodads at gmail.com do that now if you're like i'm not into email i'm not into social i would love to talk to somebody on the phone ladies and gentlemen this week i am going to give you out our personal phone number to marty estes and you can phone him <laughs> directly he is going to be at the front desk taking your call now you're going to want to dial 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. Now, of course, if Marty doesn't answer, we have a voicemail. He might be in the bathroom break. He's very union. He's very all about taking time for himself. So please, please leave a voicemail if you're there as well. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you could do us a big favor, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're ears are and my lips are touching them please head over to your amazing uh, podcast catcher of choice whether that's Castbox, itunes stitcher google play or spotify leave us a five-star review because but you do that and we can stop terrorism <laughs> that was a leap of logic might be but you don't know until you try i'm just saying all, just, all from all from Justin touching your ears. Exactly with my lips. Isn't isn't that something that like's on Twitch streams right now? <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe yeah, not quite more, that. Maybe not. Yeah, all right. more stuff creeps me. There up. you go. Okay. I wonder what uh, that ladies, would sound like if I licked my mic. I don't, don't want to <laughs> Don't please don't. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with us. We're back every single week. Uh be good. Be kind, take care of one another. For myself, for Jesse, for Tim, and for an absent Smarty, because he's waiting for your phone call, take care. Bye bye. Night, peeps. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.